got to, I got to, I got to approve that, I guess, huh? <laughs> well, and I did it without my glasses. <laughs> I know, it goes hard. I don't, I don't wear glasses ever either. Yeah, it's difficult. It's very difficult. All right. Hello, and welcome to a special edition to the B&B &B Mini Spotlight here on my network, JLJ Media. I'm James Lodgeny, of course. I have my co-hosts, you know them. Uh, Tammy and Amanda. Hello, ladies. Hello. I'm opening up the chat room. So if you guys want to say anything, you can and say hello and join us. The water is fine. Come on in. All right. I met her two years ago because we're both in a book that our friend Sean Kanan wrote. I'm on page yes. one and she yeah. is here on page 25. There she is. We're <laughs> looking good. I got to meet her and she was wonderful. We had a great conversation about entrepreneurship because she is a business owner also and, and does business. But you know her, of course, from her iconic role as Sheila Carter at Al, because all these different last names. Um, okay. And she is self-royalty. I mean, she just, I mean, just don't other word to even describe it. This helped welcome wow. Kimberlyn Brown. Hi, Kimberlyn. Wow, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I um. <laughs> Well, royalty, that's a big word. That's a big word. <laughs> so here's so funny. So, so Kimberly, so I met you a couple of years ago at the, at the opening signing and you were very sweet. Right. And it's funny because I, I mean, I'm a grown up and I'm a professional <laughs> in the business and everything. But I was so pleasantly surprised when I met you. You were really funny. And we had a great conversation about small businesses. I mean, I'm a small business owner. You, you're a business owner also. And I was like, right. I agree with everything she's saying. I like everything. Like, I know you're not <laughs> Sheila, but I know you're not, I, mean, I know you're not, but I was pleasantly surprised. So is that something you, you deal with a lot of times? People just like, they're just like, wow, you're Kimberlyn. Well, you know, the majority of people, they know me as Sheila. So when they see me out in public, I think that that's the persona that they're expecting. And I have to always remind people, no, that's why they call it acting. <laughs> so, you know, if, if, I were, if I were the Sheila walking around the streets of uh, America, I, I wouldn't, I'd be behind bars for sure. <laughs> so thankfully for daytime, I can, I can uh, you know, pay my dues in a, in a couple of seasons and, and come back. So yeah, no, I, I get it from time to time, but, but uh, it's very easy to remind people that, you know, that's a character that I'm playing once they see me in person. When someone says to you like your daytime royalty or soap royalty, or I mean, we were saying you know, on our other show the, the earlier day, there are very few villains that transcend the genre. And we feel Sheila is one of them. How does that hit you as an actor? How's, how's that feel? I never looked at myself as royalty. Um, I've, I've never looked at myself as being special in this industry or any other, really. I just, uh, I just do what I love and I hope that I do it well. So it's, that's why when you said, you know, iconic, you know, royalty, so royalty, I still don't, I just don't look at myself that, that way. I, I've been blessed. I've been, uh, you know, honored to be given this role to play. And uh, luckily I, I've been able to keep her interesting all these years. And given what Bill Bell gave me to work with and, and Ed Scott and all the rest, it's just been remarkable because I was told from day one, I can do no wrong. Your, your character can do no wrong. Don't put limits on her. It's okay if she's, you know, smiling to your face one minute and then smacking you over the head with a baseball bat <laughs> in the next. 
very Kathy Bates uh, in misery is, is kind of what they told me where, you know, she just, just wants to be loved and you, you go ahead and do what you need to do to, to make that real. So I did, but, um, that, that whole royalty thing that you talk about, I thank you. Thank you. Because I, I don't call myself that. So it's nice to hear. Thank you. Uh, Tammy, you had a question, I think, similar. Well, I was just thinking, I mean, to your point, Kimberlyn, about using the word royalty. I mean, in in daytime, I think that translates to a character, and we were speaking about this earlier, a character that has really made an very strong imprint in on the audience. Yeah, and you, yeah. you know, Sheila, for 30 years. And it's an indelible imprint that you've made. Thank the, you. The love to hate relationship is, is, is a very delicate tight wire as an actor. It's a very delicate tight wire to, to walk. And we were saying, there's no way you could have predicted 30 years later where you would be as an actor, playing Sheila Carter, where the character Sheila Carter would be in, in the minds and hearts of, of audiences. How, how does that feel for you? It feels great. It really <laughs> does. I, I mean, but quite honestly, for all the fans that are watching right now, I wouldn't be sitting where I am today if it weren't for all of, all of you. Um, you, have, you have propelled Sheila to, to where she's at today. I may have been playing the part, um, but, but you all accepted the way I play her and that tightrope that you're talking about. Because in my mind, uh, to justify the things that Sheila has done all these years, I, she's only done it because she's always been trying to obtain love. And just think of when she almost had it with Eric, but Stephanie wouldn't let her have it. You'll never be a part of this family. You'll never this, that, and there. And for what? Just because I wanted him when you didn't? I mean, it's just this, and the same with Lauren and Scott. Okay, well, they didn't want him until I wanted him. So it, it, it's, it's just, one of those, yeah, it, it's one of those things where um, you, they, they never gave me a chance to be happy and never gave me a chance for love. So I do walk that, that line, that, that tightrope that you talk about, because I, I need to always make my character real in what she's doing at that moment. And when I can make her real in what she's doing at that moment with the background of, she just wants love, she just wants happiness, um, then, then it does, then it becomes real for my fans. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been an amazing journey. I never thought a, a three month, you know, gig would turn into over 30 years. I mean, you were on yeah. another show. I mean, like you literally were on another show. I mean, it's a Bill Bell, it's a, it's a Bell show, but like you were on another right. show to do some Sheila work. Was in, yeah, Sheila was introduced on, on Young and the Restless. And, you know, three years later, I got that call from Bill saying, you know, I've, I, I don't want to kill the character off, but I'd have to get rid of her for a while. How about I, I take her to Los Angeles? <laughs> and I said, Works for me. <laughs> right. you know, there are two kinds of work for actors. That's work and no work. So <laughs> I said, yes, I'd, I'd love to, to do that. And 
it was it was a huge rating boost for the show at the time. Um, he ended up having the number one and two shows in all of daytime in a two week time span from myself and, and Lauren, you know, and Tracy Bregman crossing over. So um, yes. yeah, that's that that was that that makes me feel really good to, to think that you can have a storyline that that's that's so powerful that people are willing to follow you to another show still playing the same character. I think it was, it was brilliant, brilliant on Bill Bell's part to come up with that idea. Kimlin, it was must-see television, seriously. Mm -hmm. Back when you had to tape it, <clears throat> I had my PCR, <laughs> had to tape it. My best friend, Nick, and I would run home from work to watch oh, this. It was so, both should watch both shows and then watch this and then watch this. And then, and then Lauren's back over here and then Lauren's over here. And I mean, I mean and it was such back a, and and it was hot stuff. It was hot stuff. Amanda, do you have a question? I was actually going to ask you how was the transition going from one to the other, back and forth? Was that hard for you or was it just an easy transition back and a pretty forth? easy transition because I was still playing the same character. Um, it was a new group of people, but it was still Sheila. So if anything, it was exciting for me because I had the opportunity to intertwine, you know, Sheila's life with, with an entirely new group of people. And um, like I said, if those people would have just left me alone, there would have been no problem. Okay? All right? All right. There would have been no shootings. There would have been no attempted drownings. There would have been no attempted kidnappings. All I'm saying is... They wouldn't leave her alone. <laughs> so true. Who, who is to Kimberlyn? Who is Sheila? Are you a sister, cousin, evil twin? Like what is? What is? I mean, what? What is Sheila to to Kimberlyn? Um. Well, Sheila's a friend of mine. Success. <laughs> okay. I under I understand her like nobody else does. So um, she's definitely a friend of mine. You sound very and protective of her. I'm very protective of my character, I am. I am, I've created this entire backstory in my mind that, that makes her believable and makes people have that love to hate you so much um, attitude that you spoke of earlier. And then a lot of stuff on social media right now is gosh, if they would just give her a chance, you know, she's changed and they, they have, they, they feel sorry for her. And that means I'm doing my job right. because, you know, Sheila is a friend of mine and I feel sorry for her too. I love that, that you say that because when we do the recap show, Amanda is of the point, like, I know she's <laughs> done bad things, but you know, it's not, she's probably still got issues and it, she's dangerous. And I'm the one that's saying, you cannot give her an inch. You cannot <laughs> give Sheila an inch. Yes. No. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Amanda, you're on her side. There you go. Thank you, Amanda, because yes, I mean, e even when she does really great things and, um, and is a better person, she's still blamed for everything else. That other people have done, like Quinn getting shot. Oh, who's it? Oh, it's got to be Sheila. I mean, it's just like, it's not. It was not. It was not. It was not. I mean, that's, that's yeah, but, but, 
but, it, but it's hard. I mean, think about it in real life. If you've done something terrible to somebody, that person might forgive you, but they'll never forget. And then it's up to you to prove over and over and over again that no, I'm really not that way anymore. So we'll have to see what Sheila can convince everybody of this time around. Well, my thing is, Sheila has so many kids. I'm sorry, <laughs> she got kids on YNR, she got kids on Bold and Beautiful, she got kids, kids, kids. I'm like, where was she giving birth? I don't know when she was giving birth, but. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna change this water in for a bourbon right now though, after that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Sheila got some kids going on. Um, I, really, I know. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Erica Lovejoy storyline. Um, the push and pull you guys have each other. It's just like, I'm Mary, I'm not Erica. Like, I just love when she, there's a scene where she visits you in jail. And and it does look like Sheila loves her children. Like, she wants yeah. to be part of their lives. But now I'm listening to you right now going, maybe you're right. Because people just get on their nerves. I mean, people just, people just interfere. Like, you're just trying to be, connect with your children. And outsiders won't let you do that. <laughs> now I'm getting it. Thank you very, thank you very much. I'm getting and it. I, and I'm sitting here right now saying, I would like to quote that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. What mother, I, I mean, she didn't want to give Finn away in the first place. Right. You know, she was convinced by yet another, you know, man uh, that she couldn't handle this and and she, she was pressured she, yeah she she gave away a child because she was in love with the man that she had him with and he talked her talked her into doing what she did and even though she's been watching finn from a distance all these years it's it's her turn it's her it's her time they had him all those years and they did a phenomenal job raising him but I think it's Sheila's turn to actually, uh, you know, have have um, have relationships with her kids and love them the way that she always has, but has always been manipulated in some way out of them. I mean, look at James and and Mary. Even I, I mean, he takes her away. Oh, well, one, and he of all people, the psychiatrist. Okay, I might have done a few things. I might have. You know, <laughs> the wonderful Ian Cannon. Yes, I might have. <laughs> might have done a few little things but uh, <laughs> yeah he it's just this time around it's it's exciting because the last time I left the show remember Sheila had turned over a new leaf yes and things were actually getting better they were getting better and then you know I was just gone um well just because I was gone doesn't mean I was gone doing horrible things it, right. you know still working on myself here still working on myself <laughs> and uh what better time to come back to LA than when your son is marrying a forester? I'm just saying. We were shocked, right, Amanda? That was a whole yeah. shocker, wasn't it? Yeah. And then when we found out the paternity, like that Jack is really yes. connected to you and he was, I feel like you were young and see, Tammy, it's not her fault, okay? <laughs> he was this older guy. He was influencing her, see? So this brings up a really I'm not I'm not sure he was older. Okay, right? Let's go. <laughs> I think, but let's I, think I, I think I'm older than he is, quite <laughs> honestly. So, but he was, you know, he definitely he was a doctor. He yes. was in a position of power. Of authority. Authority. Exactly. exactly. And so think this about brings, it. 
Yeah, go, go on, go on. No, I was just going to say, this brings up a really important topic because it also circles back to your working with Tracy Bregman. Yep. Whatever you want, whatever people think about Sheila and Lauren, the common denominator is two extraordinarily powerful women. So clearly the role of women in television and film matters to us to this panel. And so I would love for you to speak on good, bad, or indifferent, Sheila's a powerful woman. And right. to your point, you know, there have been times where men have manipulated Sheila and taken away the power. So I, it must be that sense of taking your power back, Sheila taking her power back. I, I agree completely. And, and that's, you know, when I showed up to see Quinn, uh, to see, um, I'm sorry, Finn, I immediately thought when I was coming back on the show that, you know, what he had me do was something that nobody should have any woman do. And to manipulate it in such a way for me to give up my child just because he and his wife were incapable of having one together. And, you know, pulling those strings and those heartstrings. And, you know, it's amazing what women will do for love. Mm. And um, I could never even imagine giving up a child that way, but Sheila did. And um, I felt sorry for her once again. And I think the audience does too. I really do. Because most of the times that Sheila has gotten into trouble, it has always been with... Um, very powerful people who refuse to accept her for who she is because she's not like them. And, you know, uh, in, in real life, I have friends that are incredibly powerful. I have friends that, you know, would sell flowers on a, a street corner and I love them all the same. In daytime, that's not the way it is. You're either part of the clan or you're not. And right now, Sheila baby is part of the clan because she's got a grandson has Forrester. That's Forrester right. Running veins. So it's like, that's right. That's right. I'm getting what I want in a roundabout sort of way. But it's like, what do you do to me now? What do you do to me now? Because that's my son. That's my blood in his veins. What do you do now? And you didn't plan this. You didn't plan this. She no, had no God, I planned this at all. No, no, but I have to always come up with kind of a backstory in my mind to justify, you know, my behavior. And um, working with Ted is, is phenomenal, by the way, uh, who, who plays Finn's dad. And he's a very strong actor. So it gave us some really fun stuff to play as far as me finally getting into his face. Yes. And saying no more, no more. I am intimidating. Oh, I've, I've, kept, I've kept quiet all these years and now I'm not. And that's on you, that's not on me. You go take care of your wife, you do what you need to do. That's not my problem anymore. Yeah, you said so. You gave him a look, and you said something to him, and I was like, uh, "You better run for your life." Just shoot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> run for your life, because you, you did. You finally stood up to him. You like stood up to him, and it was like yeah. uh, the real Sheila's back. I guess. Uh, you better, <laughs> uh, I mean, you're gonna see glimpses of her from time to time. Believe me, she's 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 still underlying. You just don't want to press those buttons. Well, how do you feel about heart emojis? <laughs> 
Hey, you want heart emojis? Now, do you send heart emojis on your text? Do you send heart emojis? You know, like I'm like that to me is the funniest thing on earth. Oh my god! I started putting them on my Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> do not respond, people. Do not respond. Do not respond. Do not respond. Yeah. I do. You. I respond with a heart. That's <laughs> hilarious. But, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, the heart emoji. That's hysterical. And that's fun. That's that's so, that's just, they made it so like she. Like, he said he loves me. And it's like, it's a heart emoji. He said he loves me. He said he loves me. He said, he me. He said he like, I'm like, oh my God, it's a heart emoji. It's a heart emoji. <laughs> well, isn't that what it means? Do you just send it to anybody you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that, oh, that was so, to me, that was, that was priceless. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. He could have sent a oh. thumbs up. He could have sent an okay. Nope. He sent a heart, Tammy, a heart. Tammy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> right here, baby. <laughs> right here, right here. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> he sent mama a heart. <laughs> yep. That's so funny. Uh, Kimberly, can you give a couple of shout outs, please? I'll give you their name. We just say, okay. hello. say hello to them. Uh, Kenneth okay. Clark. Kenneth? Yes. Kenneth, what? I'm sorry. Oh, Kenneth Clark. Clark. Kenneth. Hey, it's Kimberlyn Brown, Sheila from The Bold and the Beautiful. And I hope you're having a great day because if you're not, I'll find you. Okay, I'm like, I'm I know where you're at because everybody's sitting here with me. They gave me your address. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send a heart emoji. Don't send a heart emoji. They're sending heart emojis. Don't send them in the chat room. Don't send them. So find you. Um, okay, you have another one. George right. Blackman. Black Bear? No, Black Bear. Black, Black. <laughs> like, like, Black George? Black. George, George what? Blackman. Blackman. Okay. So. George. Hey. Kimberlyn Brown here. I just wanted to give you a big old shout out. Hope you're having a great NFL Sunday. Um, I'm, I'm getting ready to go do that myself. And um, gosh, it's just, I hope you're having a great day. And if you're not, I know where you live too. <laughs> <laughs> they all told me. They all told me. That is so have so a great funny. day. Be true to yourself, and um, thanks for watching, Sheila. I appreciate it. Love that. Um, and one last one goes by Sheila Carter Story. Oh, so a special one for you. A special one for you. Wow. So uh, this is a shout out from Sheila Carter to Sheila Carter Story. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being a big fan. Thank you for promoting Sheila. And um, keep up the good work. Ooh, I love it. I got chills. I just got chills. Oh my God. Oh my God. Everybody's like so scary. I don't know. She's good. She's an actress, yeah. folks. Um, okay. So, Kimberlyn, in your estimate mm -hmm. of all these years, you've had different love stories. Who is the love? Who is the love of Sheila's life? You think? I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out. Was it Scotty? Was is it Eric? I'm trying to figure out what is. Who is the love of Sheila? Of Sheila's life? You think? Well, obviously, she loved Scott. She loved Scott, and unfortunately, it wasn't until Scott was very, very ill that he realized that Sheila 
you know, was the person that loved him more than anybody else. And I'll never forget that scene when he was laying there and, and Lauren was there and, and Sheila's character. And he looked at Sheila and said, it's always been you all along, hasn't it? You know, that kind of thing. Those aren't the exact words. Right. But it took him, it took him that long to see that, that Lauren, Lauren was never there for him. Like I said, once again, until Sheila wanted him. And then um, I think probably the best love story she ever had was with Eric because Eric accepted her for, for the way she was um, the nurse, you know, and, and um, someone he brought in to work there at Forrester Creations. And once again, they were happy until Stephanie said, no, this is never going to happen. So, um, John McCook, I had the longest, the longest love relationship with. And then, of course, you know, I, I, I love them all. I love them all. <laughs> got Ian Buchanan tied up in my basement. And well, lucky you. It's a fantasy of many people, is it not? No, so anyway, yes, it is. I'm just saying. No, I got is. lucky. I got lucky. He's a wonderful man as well. I adore yes. him. So it, it's, it's, I've, I've been very lucky to be in the relationships that I, I'm in. Granted, have I had an ongoing love relationship on daytime TV? No, um, definitely not like, you know, Brooke or, or, you know, the good girls on the show. But I have only slept with one Forrester, not all of them. <laughs> that's right, Shady Sunday. I love it. Shady Sunday. That's true. No, you did. You had Eric, and that's it. You didn't go to anybody else. You didn't go to Ridge. Nope. No, nope. you didn't. Uh, Eric's the only one I ever wanted. So, yeah. That's true, though. Yeah, poor Brooke. The slut from the valley. The slut from the valley. You know, we love. We all love Kathy Kelly Lane. She's been on the show. We love KKL. We love her. Oh, I love Kelly. Yeah. She's the best. Well, we're equestrians in arms. I'm an equestrian. She is Tracy Melkor who played um, uh, Kristen. I love her too. In front of my, we all we all like horses. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a cattle ranch girl myself. Yes, you are too. <laughs> no, you are too. So we like the horses. So yes. we love we love her. Um, which so wants to know which one of your Lauren Sheila cat flights, and there were many. Which one is just your personal maybe favorite in terms of shooting it or some kind of behind the scenes thing? Which one did you like? I think that first big cat fight on, on Young and the Restless in the lab. Yes. One of the, the best cat fights we ever had. And I mean, dragging people through glass. <laughs> it's breakaway glass, but you're still going through all of it. It was just a lot. And then over the counters and, and everything else. It was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And Tracy and I had some big old cat fights, big old ones that, that, um, I mean, they're all just so memorable, but that was the one that I, I remembered the best on Young and the Restless. And then on Bold and the Beautiful, uh, the stuff that, that Stephanie and I did, I absolutely loved when I was trying to drown her. Yes. That was yeah. just like, you know, how many people can put their mouth over a jet and breathe? That is my thing. It's like, I'm just saying, <laughs> take my tonsils out, but... <laughs> But I, you know, it was, it was, uh, it, it was fun. It was so much fun. I loved working with Susan Flannery. I just kind of, kind of like you, you said earlier, um, it, it, 
working with a strong actress like that. And, and I, I really have that feeling now with Jackie as well, with Jacqueline. Um, and if you, if you think about it, I mean, look at, the, look at the words that she's saying to Sheila today. And you could almost do an overlay of Stephanie's face because yes. they're saying the exact same thing nearly. You will never be a part of this way. You will never get him. You will never, a lot of never, 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 nevers. And I think that that's why it was so fun when I came into that wedding and got to look up at that portrait and Woo! just smile. That's right. Ugh. Yep, yep. You may be hanging on the wall, but I'm standing here right now. <laughs> okay. oh, that's right, kids. My grandson has my blood. And, and that would just drive her crazy, crazy. Oh, yes. so, and so. the writers were really brilliant because oh. we all expected Sheila, our first introduction to Sheila being back was going to be crashing the wedding. Right. When you came out of the shadows. The shadows. To that was good, wasn't it? I, I'll tell you I, yeah, when I watched that, I, I didn't even know it was myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I they, did, they did such a good job at really hiding, hiding it until I stepped into the light. I thought it was right. Uh, that, was, that was great. Because it was so weird because we're thinking, okay, we know she's coming. They made the big announcer. You know, you, you did some talk shows. You know, big announcer, she's coming. She's coming. Right. Where is she? Why does she have to go take a phone call? Why is she yeah. a <laughs> wedding? Like, that was the weirdest thing on her. Like, why is he going to the other house to take a phone call? Well, and, then, and, then, and then you all got to see Pam walk in too. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. So exactly. yeah, we, we thought, is that Sheila walking with the bee, the beekeeper outfit? Is that Sheila? That's something <laughs> but it's not you. It was not you. It was not you. So we're like, oh my guess it's dragging on. This is crazy. And, and boom. Woo. I, I loved it. I loved it. She came out. You, she came out and she was just like, hi. <laughs> like so sweet. She looked so pretty. You were like, hi. Um, I'm your mom. <laughs> hi. I was like, oh my God, I love this. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, just your saying. Mom. But your, but what you said to him though, I actually believe Sheila. I do. I when you would your your you kind of monologue to him when you're talking. Because Tanner met you entrenched in that scene because he hadn't had a lot of dialogue at first. It was more of him reacting to you. In a right. way, I think that, that some of this is their mother. I would, you would be tongue-tied. But yours, you're kind of you talking to him and just and looking at him just like, it seemed real. I, I believed it. Well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah the writing, like you said, I, it, was, it was a great reveal. It really was. Yeah. It was. And of course, we were laughing when when Sheila kept saying to Stephanie, I'm your mother-in-law, Stephanie. And I was like, oh my God, You're part, I'm part of the family. I was like, you just twist the knife in there. I'm part of the family, bitches. That's right, I'm part of the family. That's, I was like, that's right, Sheila, you tell them, you're part of this family now, ha, 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 ha. Nothing going to change that, no. Oh my goodness. Okay, so anyway, so we know they film in advance, like I think four or five weeks in advance or whatever. But so before the announcement, how hard is it for you not to tell people? They, they kept it a secret. We had no idea until what a week before, and all of a sudden they were telling anybody. For you, as right. a, you know, how hard is it to keep it a secret? You know, it's it, I am an incredible secret keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. When um, 
when Bill called me on the set of Young and the Restless to talk about going to Bold the Beautiful, and I had all kinds of people in the booth around me, he said, no one can know what we're talking about. And I said, okay. And um, that's what he said. Well, what if, what if Sheila goes to Los Angeles? I said, mm-hmm. He said, well, Bold the Beautiful is there. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, well, Kimberlyn, how do you feel about Sheila going to the Bold and the Beautiful? I said, uh-huh. That'd be great. Okay. <laughs> I hung up the phone and, you know, everyone in the booth, oh gosh, because he'd never called me on set before. And, and when he does make a phone call, sometimes it's not the best thing, you know, it means he wants things changed and done a different way. I said, no, it's all good. Just, just, you know, wanted to tell me about a, a couple notes here. And I, I kept that secret all the way until the day I aired on Bold and the Beautiful, that last air show on Young and the Restless, where, you know, I'm on the phone calling calling John McCook's character, Eric, on Bold and the Beautiful, and then went to Bold and the Beautiful that following week. So um, I believe to keep the integrity of the stories, you really have got to, to honor the writers and the producers and their wishes of please, please, please just don't tell anybody. So I, I know that they put their heart and soul into what they do just as I do. And I would never want to give that up. Now I know actors and actresses that, that can't keep quiet, but I'm not one of those because I, I see how, how valuable that silence can be. So you know, secrets are, secrets are very important with, with upcoming and leading storylines. That's for sure. So that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I was like, somebody yeah. in the chat room was like, keeps laughing. Oh, are they laughing? Sheila, are they, why, they, go, they go, why did Sheila put her mom's head in the oven and say, can you hear me now? <laughs> oh. From no. years ago. From no, years I, put ago. Her head, I put her head in the oven and I said, can you help me, please? And, and I said, will you, will you just help me, mother? And I was putting her head in the oven and everyone thought I was trying to hurt her, but I just wanted her to check the pilot light. Unbelievable. <laughs> she was just she trying to harder. listen. The queen of rationalization. I just wanted her to check the pilot light. That's all. I, like, I thought it would be good therapy for her since she had that stroke. Oh my God. That's hilarious. See, there's your answer, folks. Everybody's yeah. they're, they're all laughing. That's it. Amanda, you want to say one yeah, thing? Please go ahead. I'll say, Amanda, your turn. Go ahead. Tammy, you're not going to agree with me. But I think that. Sheila had no intentions of going there and hurting anyone. I think she truly wanted to meet Finn. She wanted to meet the baby. They are pushing her to do something that she don't want to do, Tammy. They're pushing her to do it. Okay. So listen. <laughs> yes. I'm all for second chances. And so is Finn. That's why Sheila is luring him in because Finn's all like a moth to a flame. <laughs> to Steffi's point, you can't let her in because once you let her in, it triggers all of this PTSD that she's got in her head. Well, what, what, what better person to help you with PTSD than a son who's a doctor? <laughs> there you go, Tammy. Am I right, Tammy? And your, you know, your nursing background was brilliant. Was it the week, not last week, but the week before yeah. when Sheila was in the hospital and you were controlling the 
the heart moment. Yes. Yeah. As a nurse, you knew exactly how to work the situation. And yeah. had Sheila not been a nurse, that whole scene would have played out completely different. But it knowing was, your background as watching it, it was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. And for all of those people watching that had never seen me before, now you know why. I had that nursing background. That's what Sheila started out as, was, yeah. was a nurse. So nurse Sheila, nurse Sheila. Nurse Sheila, nurse Sheila, little white hat. Yes, you did. I remember, I remember that. that was a long <laughs> I I will never forget when I came out and that was part of my wardrobe and I went, seriously, do they, <laughs> do they still wear these? <laughs> because I, I haven't seen anybody wear these at the hospitals down where I live. No, like, same here. But I remember that uh, you had to wear that. So. Kimberly, yeah, honestly, honestly, that. that hospital moment when you're asleep and Finn leaves the room and it's just Steffi and Sheila, oh, just just that i mean the chemistry t between you and jacqueline is so phenomenal you know and stuffy saying girl you can open your eyes now oh, girl like, wake up girl i was laughing and so. i could just see sheila just like oh my get out okay. you, you saw Breathe. me wanting you saw me wanting to get up and headbutt her right <laughs> <laughs> totally you can make that so perfectly <laughs> but the oh. best was the water oh, oh. <laughs> i'm just um, Steffi, um, please, oh please, Steffi. I was like, yes, that is amazing. And Steffi was like, oh, here we go. Like, it was so, oh my God, it was so funny. Oh, it was just God. brilliant. The two of you were just gold. Oh, thank Absolute you. I, I'm so excited about working with Jacqueline. I really am. I mean, aside the fact that she's, you know, Emmy award-winning actress, she's, that's, there's a reason for that. And uh, we really feed off of each other. We feed off of each other and, and it makes... It makes for some great, great dynamics and, and daytime TV. It really does. I'm anxious to see where that continues and where that goes. Um, because like you said, I mean, we're both very strong women. She's strong protecting him. I'm strong trying to tell her she doesn't need to. And I just want to be a part of his life. But you know, obviously she's worried about her grandson. She's worried about all these things. And all I'm thinking is one day they're going to need a babysitter. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Don't they want a date night every once in a while? Come on. That's hilarious. Well, they need a lock on the sliding glass door is what uh, they need. And a housekeeper. And a housekeeper. And they're always messy. It's always messy. It's always I, figure, messy. I go in there. It's like, what the heck? What <laughs> <laughs> Now we can't not talk about another great, um, uh, you played uh, opposite, which was Rena Sofer when you came back the oh, last yeah. time. Right. Everyone was just like, Quinn and Sheila, they were so yeah. excited. You guys had your famous fireplace poker thing fighting. <laughs> right. Um, so it was, it, was, it was great to, and I love that we came back just now when they were telling Carter what was going on, and she was like, and Quinn was like, not me, I didn't do nothing, I'm not doing nothing, like, I didn't do anything. Um, can you talk about, can you talk about you and Rena Sofer? Because you guys had great, crazy chemistry too the last time around. We do, we have, you know, the, the thing is, is, is whenever you have two strong women in a scene um, playing for somebody that they love, that's when the dynamics are just unbelievable. And, you know, once again, Sheila is staying in the Forrester house up in the guest room and so on and so forth. And her on to me, bringing in James, 
my ex-husband, you know, to verify that I truly was, you know, in the state that I was in, um, it, it made for fireworks. It truly did, truly did. But, you know, kind of, if you, if you recall, the reason why Sheila and Eric started getting close again anyway was because of Quinn and her misdeeds. And um, I don't know what it is about these women. You know, they, they don't <laughs> want the men that they're with until I want Thank them. Thank you. Thank exactly. you. So yeah. true. It's so true, right? It's like, I don't understand. What am, what am I bringing to the forefront that you didn't see before? Because Eric's an amazing man, amazing man and sexy and charming and witty and, and romantic. And I'm not so sure the problems that he has right now are, are not because of distrust issues that have built up over the years, quite honestly. It's, it's, it's probably not what he thinks it is, but, but quite honestly, he just, he can't love the person he's with anymore. There you go. We said that earlier. We said it earlier. We did. Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah. No so, way. So seriously, you watched our show. We had to, right before we said that earlier. That's what we wow. think. Wow. Are we on this? We'll see. Once again, what am I doing right here? I'm protecting somebody that I love. Right. Did you notice that? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. But no, we said the protecting. same thing. We said the same oh, wow. thing. We think that's what the, that's the problem. Um, you know, we sometimes we hold on I to think, ideas. I think she's the problem. I really do. I think she's the problem. That being said, I would be happy to to step in and do the same <laughs> for her. You know, just just a couple, maybe. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking outside the box. I'm just thinking go. outside the box. Here. Um, well, someone in the chat room brought up um your role on Port Charles. There's mm -hmm. you played Kelly Monaco's mom. Yeah. So I love Port Charles. And I just want to mention, let's mention that a little bit. How much fun was the play over there on ABC? You know, I, I had a great time playing with Kelly. I really did. It, it was early in her career, obviously. And they had a, um, they had a coach on set that would help, you know, the, the new actors and every day and running lines and running lines and running lines. And when I came on the show and I started playing with her, I started, um, I started telling her not to worry about so much what everybody else thinks, do what you think and what your heart thinks. And she says, but they're telling me that I said, play something real to you, not to somebody else. And that's when her character just really kind of blossomed and we became very good friends and I could not be more proud of her. I really, I'm, I'm so excited for, you know, her success and, and what happened after that. And, you know, going on to dance with the stars and doing yes. all these really fun, fantastic things because of how popular her character became on, on Port Charles. A different dynamic working on that show definitely than Young and the Restless or Bold and the Beautiful. The shooting schedules are completely different. Um, we, we go straight to rehearsal and tape on Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful where every other show I've been on they have a morning blocking session, not on uh, not on stage, but in a room, and tell you where you're supposed to go. And uh, there are just a lot more steps uh, in their process, so that that took a little getting used to. Um, but other than that, I mean, they had a great cast; they really do. And I really loved working with John and and Kelly. 
I like that a lot. I mean, it, it was it was another great cast. It, it really was, and and most of them I think are are back on on GH. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Mart, Love Mart. They're back yeah. on. Yeah, they're all doing great stuff on there. And Kelly, of course, has become the star that she is. I mean, literally. Um, right. Would you do Dance with the Stars, Kimberly? I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely would. It would take a take a little doing for me right now because I had a horrible accident last year and I shattered my heel. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my my shin bone and uh, the little bone next to it came down through my heel. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been in and out of surgery for the last year. I'm hoping I'll be able to walk normally by by Christmas. We we we're sending healing energy to you. We're sending yes. it to you. Um, Thank you. Bring it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're sending it. We're sending it. We're sending it. I want to. I want to. I also want to ask you because you're on social media. How do you view social media? How do you how do you view it um, for yourself? Well, I try to keep my social media, you know, a safe place for everybody to to view their opinions and not be hateful. I, I find that I find that there's so much hate in the world today, and COVID had really opened the doors for people that had a lot more time on their hands. And in my in my life and in my upbringing, it takes so much more energy to be nasty than to be nice. And it really wears on you, the person, not the person you're directing it at, but you, the person that's delivering it. So, you know, we're all going to be different. I mean, look at all four of us. We are all completely different people. And that doesn't mean that, that we have to impose our opinions on each other to like each other. I didn't grow up that way. Um, probably most of us didn't grow up that way. You know, I have, I have friends from all over the place and we're friends. Um, but the, the whole new order of, of social media and all of that is this, this whole, you know, cancel you if you don't agree with people. And I don't agree with that at all. I think I that that's a horrible misjustice of, mm-hmm. of freedom of speech. I really do. So you might not agree with the person that they're canceling, but you could be the next one they cancel. That's true. So ladies, yeah. you get to ask her one last question. We've held her time. Um, let's see, Amanda, is there anything you would like to ask her as we head out? There's probably a million things. It's more <laughs> of, I just want to say how amazing you are. And you, you're so pretty, by the way. Okay, I'm sorry. I was fangirling out for a second. Okay. I just want to say your, your acting is so amazing because sometimes you don't even say anything, but I know exactly what you're thinking. I'm like, oh, she was going to go do this because just by your expression and your body language and your eyes, I can tell, oh no, she was thinking this. And it's just amazing because not everybody can do that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, if you, if you think about real life, how many times do you say so much more without saying anything at all, right? Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Tammy, go ahead. You, as a, as a human being, you live such a well-rounded life. Your, your artistic endeavors, your businesses, um, your family, where would you like to see yourself artistically and personally in the next year or two? 
Um, well, artistically, I'd, I'd love to still be playing Sheila if they keep her around. Um, I do have another project that I've been working on for the last couple of years. It's a, it's a comedy, comedy dramedy, I guess you could say. I already have Jonathan Banks on board uh, to be in it with me. It's this very small cast. It takes place up in, um, up in Bemidji, Minnesota on a lake. And I'll tell you more when I can. Yes. So, yes, I'd love to be able to get that completed. We were supposed to film last year and I broke my heel. So that, that completely stopped that endeavor, um, but not permanently. Good. And then as far as uh, business-wise, you know, being broken for the last year and having COVID and, and all of that really allowed me to, uh, to start two new companies. So um, we're launching Humankind. It actually was developed in 2018. Uh, it's an apparel company and it's all about positive, you know, positive things and, and sayings and and they're incredibly popular up, up in uh, the Dakotas and I wanted to bring them to California and go nationwide with it. So we're working on doing that. And then uh, I was brought on to Lavinia Capital where we're trying to rescue companies that suffered during the COVID um, outbreak and try to teach people how they can restructure mm. and um, whether or not it's worth the restructuring to save them. You know, so that they can they can walk away with the, the best monetary um, benefit that they have. So there's a there's a whole group of us that have come together to to help save companies, and that's launching, um, I believe, end of October. So I keep busy. You I do. That's amazing. Just because you can't walk doesn't mean you can't do things, right? So. So that's what I, that's what I did. I put my energies into something positive and stopped feeling sorry for myself that, you know, I had some kid let go of my ladder. <laughs> yeah. That happens. That happens right? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, well, for me, just personally, this is like a full circle moment for me because I've been watching you for so long and I said, I got to meet you before and uh, right. you're very sweet. And I just, I just think that, you know, this is my network. I started a year because of the pandemic. I started a network a year ago. Um, I'm born out of other people's networks going down. I thought I started to give people a chance. So you're on my network. I have Kimberly Brown on my network. So thank you so I'm much. I'm excited for, to be here. Thank you. You know, just you're, you're, you're now a friend to the show. You're welcome back anytime. You're just, you are, you are. I would love treasure. to. You are a treasure. So thank you so much for your time, Kimberly. Everybody oh, in the chat you. room, please say thank you to Kimberly Brown for being on the show today. We appreciate her. And more to watch, guys. I mean, Bold and Beautiful has been very bold these days. So we'll see what else Sheila's up to on this show. It's a lot of story left. A lot There's of story a lot left. Of, a lot of story left. A lot I can't tell you about. It'll be fun to watch. But fun to thank watch. you thank you all so much for having me on. And once again, thank you, my fans, because I wouldn't be sitting here today if it weren't for you. So thank you. And we will see you guys next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.